You're listening to another life-transforming message from Awakened Church with campuses in San Diego and Salt Lake City. To find out more about us, go to awakenedchurch.com. We're going to get into this. we got an exciting, just stay standing for a minute, we have an exciting morning for you. We have not one, not two, but three preachers. <laughs> All three have had a profound impact on Connect Group, and Connect Group has had a profound impact on them. And so uh, I'm just going to introduce them all right now, and then there's going to come up like fire, 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 one after the other. So I want you to be engaged, cheer them on, throw nice things if you have nice things. But in the leadoff spot, we have uh, Darren Thavathasen, and uh, he is a Connect leader, Connect coach. He's an Emerge captain. Um, he, he's just a legend, such a, such a good, good person. He's just got so many stories, uh, and, uh, he oversees like, I think like the Western hemisphere in his company. So, oh, sorry, the world. Yeah, the world. Um, heavens and earth. No, he's a, he's a great marketplace guy. Him and his wife are amazing. They have two of the most beautiful little kids. Look at her. She's sitting there. So cute. One of the two beautiful little kids. But uh, I'm so proud of him, love him. He's going to be hitting in leadoff spot. Number two is going to be Miss Colby Gardner. Uh, she, she is a little ball of fire herself, and uh, um, she's sassy, just like an awakened girl should be. Um, she's, um, she, they've had great connect groups over the years as well. And she now oversees all of our guest relations, all the guest speakers, conferences, everything that comes into Awaken Church. She helps Pastor Jurgen and Land with their schedules and their calendars and keeping them organized and where they're supposed to be. And she also runs an incredible business, very successful business as well. And she's just the best. She's just, she's just a ball of personality and fire. We love her and, and Isaac and, you know, they're the 830 uh, service leaders as well. And then we have Deshaun. Deshaun. And uh, w- one of the things I love about Deshaun is he grew up in this house. When did you start coming here? 11. He is a product of Awaken, and you're going to see that, that culture and that fire on him. So listen to what he says, because what he says, he can back up. Crazy background, incredible history. He oversees our junior high. My kids adore him. My two boys, like, they want to be around Deshaun. You know, whenever they don't want to go, you know, Deshaun's going to, okay, you know, Deshaun's going to be there. Um, so we just love you, Deshaun. You've had such an impact on so many, so many people and kids, but so many people. And you're an inspiration, man. We love you. So we're not going to uh, introduce them all uh, individually. So this is your one chance to give them all a round of applause as Darren comes up. Good morning, 8.30. Well, I am honored to be uh, batting leadoff this morning. Let's go deep. That's right. Swing for the fences. Um, well, it is uh, amazing to be here on this Connect Sunday. And uh, I am honored uh, to um, really share a little bit about my testimony with Connect. And you all can be seated. 
Well, thank you, Pastor Becky, Pastor John, for pouring into uh, my life and the life of my family. Um, it has just been amazing to be under your cover, covering and leadership, so thank you. Um, so the title of my message this morning is, Here We Grow Again. All right. So one of the very first things we knew we had to do when coming into this house and uh, making this our church home about five years ago was find a connect group. Um, so we embarked on our journey of discovery, and that discovery was of the heartbeat of this church, which I believe is the connect ministry. So we did our due diligence, and we ended up finding a connect group that really aligned with the season that we were in, and that was as a young family. So we ended up walking through the doors of Jonathan and Teresa Max home. Big shout out. And uh, friends, we felt right at home. Right when we walked in, um, we felt the love in that connect group, right? We really felt like we found our tribe. And that is one of the many beauties of the Connect ministry that we have here at Awaken. No matter if you're a young adult, single, or in prime, there is a Connect group for your season, right? So in other words, there is a tribe for your vibe, right? So we started to really see, feel, witness a lot of growth, right? How can you not being in this house? And we knew that we needed to press into our connect group, right? Uh, it was the catalyst we needed. It was a key inflection point of our walk here at Awaken, right? It was the miracle grow that we needed. Um, so we started uh, pressing into connect. Uh, Jonathan and Teresa asked us to step up and, and do more leadership. Uh, we started serving and getting stretched in this house. And um, who here knows that growth and comfort don't coexist in God's house, right? Certainly doesn't coexist here at Awaken, right? So as our Connect family started to grow and our spiritual family started to grow, we really felt adopted into this house, right? And that spirit of adoption was on us, it was around us, and we started to feel and hear a calling, Right, So we, we felt that, and it was very audible to my wife, Gina, and I. So after prayer, uh, we decided to grow our immediate family, since our spiritual family was really robust, uh, grow our immediate family through adoption. Right? So we shared this calling with our connect group, and they immediately stepped into prayer, uh, fervent prayer, and really support us. Right, um, So as we... Um, really pressed into this calling, uh, we remember uh, probably about six or nine months before we, we received this calling, um, reading and seeing that in uh, the country of India, that there were 30 million registered orphans, right? That doesn't include the orphans that are on the streets or in the slums. And that's an audacious number, right? When you think about 30 million, but also when you think about a population of a country that has a billion people, it almost makes sense, right? So um, we decided to, to jump in and, and adopt, right? Uh, but part of this calling was uh, not only to adopt internationally, in India, uh, but God said to us, I want you to adopt a child with special needs or has uh, health uh, concerns or just isn't 100% healthy. So given this calling, friends, we knew it was going to be a long, intense, challenging, and really invasive process. So once we did uh, fully invest and, and jump in, um, 
what happened for us is um, we knew that it would be this intense process. And we started to jump through what seemed like a thousand hoops and over what was a million hurdles just to be qualified or authorized to adopt. But we were not jumping alone. Our connect group was there. They were interceding on our behalf. They were standing in the gap for us, right? Um, supporting us in prayer, discernment, and wise counsel. Well, four months after getting approved, we received a match of a beautiful five-month-old baby boy. And he was born with uh, heart defects. He had two holes in his heart. Um, and we knew it would be a long, arduous road, right? Well, about five months into getting matched with him, friends, uh, we received a, um, a doctor's uh, update. And the report said um, both holes are closed in his heart. Amazing. Amazing. And he, what I'm here to share with you is um, when you're going through something challenging, either physical emotional, and definitely spiritual, wounds can develop. But what God reminded me is, Darren, uh, wounds are a perfect opportunity for my light and love to enter. And he also said to me, grace is an undeserved miracle, right? And that's exactly what happened to our family. And I'd like to share a picture uh, of our family. So... So that's my uh, beautiful family. That's Caden. That's Aria. Um, and I know what you all are thinking. Two things. First of all, how did he land a beautiful woman like that? And the second one is, how did he keep her? And my response is, first, I'm in sales. And second, I'm an eMERGE man. So... Um, Bible says in uh, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 4 through 5, For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love he predestined us for adoption. Everyone say adoption. adoption. To sonship. Everyone say sonship. sonship. Through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will. So friends, before, adopt, before departing for India, um, and actually, let me rephrase that. Before departing for a rescue mission to get Caden, um, and it was a rescue mission in, in a lot of different respects, because if we didn't obey his calling, if we didn't have smart feet and, and really run with this, um, the state that India or Caden was born in um, was 98% Hindu. Right? And that's where he was living in the orphanage. Uh, he would have grown up under different covering. So I'm, I'm thankful and I'm reminded for the grace of God, there go Gina and I to go get him. So our connect group uh, really stepped up in support. Um, they threw us a baby shower. Uh, they prayed for us. Um, they watched Aria uh, whenever we needed it to set up a meal train. The only way that I can define these acts of selfless acts of service are praying with your feet. And that's exactly what they did. They prayed for their feet. And um, they probably don't really know how much they meant to us and supported us. Um, but what I can tell you is that makes complete sense because of the culture that we have in Connect. And that is to give without remembering and take without forgetting. And I'll close with this. 
Um, you know, the saying goes, it takes a village to survive. But I'd like to redefine that saying to, it takes a connect group to thrive. So. Awaken Church, how is everybody doing? Well, to begin, I would like to honor our pastors, and I want to honor pastors Jurgen and Leanne, our lead pastors. I know that they're not here right now, but they are so near and dear to my heart, and I know that is the same for all of you guys in this room. They have been like parents to me. They have helped grow me and teach me Oh, we could just talk about them forever. And so I'm like, I choke up just thinking about them. So let's give them honor as if they were here. Like, we love you guys. We're forever behind your vision. We will go to the ends of the earth with you. We love you. Yeah, amen. And then I would love to honor our Balboa campus pastors, our beautiful pastors. Come on, let's give them honor. You have no idea what they carry. You guys are an extraordinary example to all of us. Through all of our highs and lows and like our mess, do you know that they are there with us holding our hands and being our biggest cheerleaders? So we thank you guys. Like we couldn't do this without our amazing pastors. And so I am now honored to be here today to share part of my story today why I know it to be true that connecting in the house of God and connecting with the relationships that God has given us will accelerate your life as it did for mine. So my story is this. About six years ago, I was stand, or sitting right about there, and it was my first Sunday here at Awaken Church. And I had just gone through the worst season of my life. And even growing up, I never had a good upbringing. So before this first Sunday, it was, you know, always the story. My parents were drug addicts and alcoholics. My siblings, as they became teenagers, eventually followed in their footsteps. And uh, by the time I was 10 and 14, I was then in foster care two times, and it left me being the only functional one left in my family. Wow. Yeah, but uh, six years ago, yeah, I'm like, hey, we have not even started, so <laughs> you get ready. <laughs> oh man, but six years ago, here, here we go. The season that I just walked through when I was sitting Right over there, um, I was studying at USD, University of San Diego. Have any of you? Come on, no? Guess not? Okay. That's all right. Uh, it's fine. I was only there for a semester, so it's fine. <laughs> There's a reason, though. Hold on. Let me get to it, okay? I'm super smart, so. Okay. We need to focus now, okay? This is very important now. Okay, so I was studying at USD, and I went home for winter break, and I came home to my suddenly very sick dad, who at that point was addicted to meth for about four 
years. Um, in a matter of days, I submitted him into the hospital, and that alone was with much effort and much convincing for him to agree to go. And so then when we got to the hospital, God protected me from 30 minutes that I was not with him. I was with him the entire time. And for 30 minutes that I wasn't, he had a cardiac arrest where they were, the nurses and doctors were trying to resuscitate him. And I was just at Panera Bread grabbing some dinner for 30 minutes. And I came back and he was then on life support. And because my brother was in rehab and my sister was in jail, it left me being the only one to make decisions. And I was just 19 years old. And during the six months that he was on life support, I took over his massive company and I had no idea what I was doing. And it's funny how quickly you learn when you are the only option. So it went good though, it went good, I'm not gonna lie. It went good. I crushed that. Okay, um, so after the six months, I, uh, during the six months I took care of him, uh, between running his company, between visiting him in the hospitals on life support, he then went into hospice for two weeks at home, which I was his nurse until he passed away. And what I wanna share with you is that I was so broken coming into the house of Awakened Church, but I know that the Bible says that for two are better than one, because if one falls, the other picks them up. And so I was sitting right there so broken, and after the first Sunday here, I ran down to the front, so I like, ran down to the front, not kidding. I was like, oh my gosh, like, what can I do to be in this house? Like, I, it brought me back to life. And I introduced myself to people like a weirdo. And I was like, but I'm gonna encourage you to do that after this service. <laughs> and so I ran to the front and Pastor Rontago was preaching that Sunday. And I introduced myself and I swear, I, by the end of that, like meeting everyone, I had like 10 coffees booked for the next week. It was so special. And so I wanna share with you now the fruit of my life since that Sunday, since I decided I'm going to get connected. So I got planted in the house of God. I'm so planted here at Awaken Church. I did the internship program. I met and married, yeah, come on. I met and married my best friends and we are now celebrating, well, almost, I like to round up, four years of marriage. And um, we have the most beautiful church and the richest friendships and um, the, the journey that God had for me is that I have the immense honor to serve pastors Jurgen and Leanne as their executive assistant. I get to help host and organize all of our guest speakers and oversee our green rooms. And then my husband and I launched our own company a year and a half ago that we've seen nothing short of the mighty hand of God move on our behalves. We own a beautiful home in La Jolla and I'm just 25 and I'm sharing that because you look at a 19 year old broken person and you've seen this accelerated life to I'm now 25, just six years later. And the reason I'm sharing that is because God is no respecter of man. He's not gonna just do it for me. Like I know that I know he is gonna do it for you too. Why would he just do it for me? So when you see the fruit of my life, I want you to know I can have that too. So now 8.30 service, I sh want to encourage you guys to be brave. Yeah. 
And I want you to take hold of the relationships that God has placed right in your life. And this might sound harsh, but I could have been a victim to what I went through. I could have sat there and wallowed in my pain, and you all could have justified that, but the cost was too great not to get connected. I had to get connected. I had to be brave. I had to run to the front. And so this church has every opportunity for you to do that. I did the internship. My husband did the Pathfinders. We have led connect groups. We have um, been in connect groups. And you guys, like, we have... You could get serve in young adults. You could serve in youth. You could be in the prime ministry. You could serve in the cafe if you know how to make a good coffee, you know, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> you could sing up here. Like, I am going to leave you with this church. Allow this church to pick you up. Be brave to get connected. You are not alone, and we are family. Amen. Come on, so good. Come on. Let's give God some praise this morning. Come on, 8.30. Come on. I am so honored to be here. Thank you so much, Pastor John and Becky um, and Pastor Jurgen and Leanne. Um, I have grown up in this church like Pastor John mentioned. I've been here since I was 11 years old. Um, and my connect group, we ate chicken nuggets. Does anybody love chicken nuggets? Okay, our connect group was the best connect group ever. What we would do is we would go, and it was, I was a junior high guy, right? So we'd have four or five different junior high guys, and we're like, who's going to have eat 50 chicken nuggets at once? If you can eat 50 nuggets at once, you're the champion. If not, there's the door. We love you. <laughs> Just kidding. So we go, we play basketball. People think I'm athletically inclined. I'm not really, you know? <laughs> I could sing for you, you know? <laughs> Shout out to the worship team. I love you guys. Um, and so, so me and my friend Ash Matesius, we decide, all right, we're going to conquer this challenge. Ash eats all 50 chicken nuggets in under a minute and a half. And I'm like, what the heck? I resign. It was pretty much like the Olympics for us. Some people train for the Olympics. We train for chicken nugget eating. So that was my connect. Um, but the title of my message today is The 180 Effect. The 180 effect, because I love God. He doesn't just leave us where we're at. God always takes us to where he's planning for us to go, right? And so a little backstory about me is um, I grew up in a Christian home, you know. Um, I, I'm so thankful for my mom because she, a single parent, loved on me, encouraged me. She poured love into me. She showed me how to authentically love other people. Um, but I didn't have a dad growing up. So my dad wasn't in the picture. Um, he was on drugs, addicted to alcohol, abusive. And um, he, I'm the first person in my family line to not be in jail at my age. So like that's crazy. If you want to know God's real, that will show you God is real right there. Um, so I grew up in that environment. Um, I always hungered for something more, but I didn't know what it was. I didn't know who it was, what it was going to look like. Um, and so I came into this church. I came as a broken 11-year-old looking for family, looking for somewhere to belong, looking for a God that loved me. And um, God knows exactly what we need. 
Sometimes we see our circumstances, we see what's going around us, and we're like, God, how could you show up in this? But I love God because he always has a plan and he always has a purpose. And the will of God is restoration. God desires that no man should perish, right? And so what was so beautiful is I needed a father figure, really. More than anything, I needed a father. Um, and I had my heavenly father, but I needed someone to show me the way, someone to encourage me when I was down, someone to, to point, this is how you live. This is how you treat a woman. This is how you honor. And so what God did for me is he provided Pastor Jesse Sullivan. He's at our San Marcos and Bresci campus. And he became a father for me. And my view of the father was restored through him. I realized, wow, there is a purpose on my life. Wow, there is a calling on my life. There's something more. I don't just have to exist. The level of brokenness that I'm in, I don't need to stay in. But it was through the discipleship, it was through the love, it was through the encouragement, through the hard conversations that I was able to be able to walk in what God had for me. And just some statistics for you, um, 65% of teen suicides come from fatherless homes. And 85% in certain areas of America of people who are incarcerated come as well from fatherless homes. And so this is something that God is always wanting to do. He's always wanting to bring reconciliation to us so that we can have a powerful relationship with him and so that we can understand what a real father looks like. In Connect Group, God takes you from an attendee to family. From attendee to family. And I want to tell you today, maybe you've walked into the doors of this church and you're like, you know, I just show up, I sit in the back, I, I get my word, I check my box, but I don't know that I could tell you that I have family. I don't know that there's something real enough to keep me here. And I want to tell you that you were never meant to do it alone. You were never called to do it alone. That God actually wants to bring family around you that's going to empower you to live the God-given calling on your life. He's going to empower you to walk in it. And it's done through family. It's done through family. If you, it's all throughout the Bible. David had Jonathan. You know, Jesus had the disciples. He, Jesus could have been like, I'm God. I'm going to do this alone. Like, good luck. The Holy Spirit's going to show up later. I'll just go on the cross. But no, he brought the disciples in with him. He welcomed them to the table. God is welcoming you to the table this morning. And maybe you've suffered rejection. Maybe you've faced people telling you no. But I want to tell you this morning that God's telling you that, yes, that he's bringing you in. Um, and that there's nothing that could ever disqualify you from his love for you. That there's nothing that could ever disqualify you from the adoption that he's placed on your life. So through that connect group, I was able to be discipled. Um, I started serving. I started serving in our worship team. I, I shouted them out. Let's go. But um, I, also, I also started serving in junior high um, when I was a high schooler. And for me, that was a really powerful experience because I was saved in junior high. I got baptized in tongues and the Holy Spirit. I was able to pray for people. I actually got at our Carmel Valley building before we had any buildings. Um, I actually got healed on the altar. I used to have like a sleeping disorder. I got healed instantly in a moment. And then from there, learned how to pray for other people, see them healed, see them walking in the healing and the power of God. But that, all of that happened through connection. All of that happened through discipleship. See, God uses community to unlock your destiny. 
He's always gonna open doors for you based off of the relationships that he's got for you. Um, so I was able to serve, give my life to God. And as I began to surrender, I began to see him move. We all have different types of relationships. Maybe it's a family member, a friend. We all know that the more that you give to them, the more that you let them in their life, the more they have access and power now to move in your life. And so there has to be a level of vulnerability, right? A level of allowing people to come in because you trust them. Because you know, look, we all know we all have blind spots. I can't count. So I ended up doing the internship. Shout out to the internship. Do it. It changed my life. It changed my two years of intensive discipleship. But I remember during that time, I'm like, why? Like, my pastors are on my case all the time. Like, I feel like I'm in a meeting every week, you know? And Pastor Mark Cullen's like, so what were you thinking when you did that? I'm like, you're right. Thank you for that. But it's through that process that I was able to be refined. I was able to actually let the word of God come into my life and transform me. The mark of God is always transformation. My message is called the 180 effect because God doesn't just take you from where you're at, but he brings you into where he's calling you to go. And so it's through those hard times, through those connects, through that discipleship that I was able to start serving more in our junior high ministry. Um, and now the beauty of it is I get to lead our junior high ministry here at Balboa, which is a testament to God because God took me as a junior hire, someone so broken, and now I get to minister to junior hires. But he did it through people. So I want to encourage us today, maybe you need to take the leap in the connect group. Maybe you need to trust God that he, he's the one who formed the church. Maybe you need to allow yourself to, to be in connect. But as you do, I'm telling you, your life is going to be completely transformed. You won't be able to recognize yourself in a year. So let's all close our eyes. We're just going to pray really quick. Heavenly Father, God, I thank you for every single person here. God, I thank you they're not just a person on a seat, a number, but that they are your sons and daughters, God. I pray right now that you would give them boldness as they step out and to connect. God, that you would begin to unlock destiny as they align themselves with your will and your word, God. And I thank you for your Holy Spirit empowering all of it. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Can we give it up for Pastor John? Welcome him back up. Oh, yeah, my verse. Come on, can we clap for those three preachers? All three of them, that was their, their first time up here preaching a message, I believe. Oh my gosh. So much gold in this church. So much gold in this church. You can be seated for just a, two more minutes. Um, we're coming to a close. And uh, I, love, I love all of those stories because they, they all included relationship and connection and, um, and friendship. Jesus came to his disciples and he, and he called them friends eventually. If there's one guy that might not have needed a friend, it's him. It, but even Jesus needed friends. Even Jesus wanted friends. And not just any kind of friends, friends that, are, that were committed to, the, to, to God and committed to what, what was happening. Christianity is impossible without friends. I was a Christian since I was six, but I never started following Jesus until I met my wife, and that was because she got me into a connect group. It's, it's everything. It brought these guys out. I mean, 
story after story after story. Like they, they didn't even have time to get into their stories really. But it's just mind-blowing how good God is. And, but miracles happen when we move. They moved. They moved. And, uh, and look at the fruit of their lives. We'll just close your eyes just for a minute. I want to give you an opportunity today to move, to invite Jesus into your world. That's the first step. The first step to getting connected and to fulfilling what God has for you is to actually let him into your world. So if you're here this morning and maybe you've never invited Jesus into your life, I want to give you that opportunity. Or maybe you're here today and you one time did, uh, but you've kind of fallen away. And today you're saying, you know what? I want to give my life back to Jesus. I want to be bold. I want to move so he could do a miracle in my life. And you're going to find yourself having the same fruit that these three have in their lives. So if that's you, with every eye closed, can you just lift your hand? You want to, you're saying, Jesus, I want you to come into my life. Or Jesus, I want to recommit myself. God bless you over here. Thank you. See that hand. Thank you. Thank you. Is there anybody else? Is there anybody else? Right here in the middle. Thank you. Good job, man. Proud of you. Is there one more person? One more person. Amen. With our eyes closed and heads bowed, I just want to pray a prayer. And I want all of you in the room to repeat after me, but especially those of you that raised your hand. There's a few of you that lifted your hand. I just want you to repeat these, these words. Everybody in the building, say, Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for sending Jesus to die on a cross for my sins. Lord Jesus, today, I invite you into my life, and I thank you that you've already forgiven me of my sins. I pray that you would help me live a life that glorifies you. Today I declare that I am saved, that heaven is my home, and that God is my Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our locations, team, and what we do here at Awakened Church, go to awakenedchurch.com.